spider friends, go for it! Transform and roll out. And I'll form the head. That's what she said. Don't! Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Alan, and welcome to the Nerd Me Podcast. Jonathan, what are we talking about today? Alan, to coincide with the release of what will be the last Fox X-Men movie before Marvel takes over, we are taking the Wayback Machine to 1991, and we're talking about the Toy Biz X-Men action figures. Those are cool. I mean, if you think about the figures then, they're definitely not like the caliber of the Todd McFarlane figures, but for its time, they were pretty good. Right. For, for its time, they were a revolutionary in sense of sculpting and likeness. Uh, we were coming out of the age of the three and three quarter inch G.I. Joe and Star Wars. And it's funny is because you look back, well, you look at now, you know, and it's, I've seen it on other shows. I'm a, I'm a uh, Star Wars Black Series collector and I'll, and I'll pick up the occasional Marvel Legends figure that I want to open. Yeah. Um, and I mean, the likenesses and the sculpts are just ridiculous. I mean, you and I were looking at a, I think it was like a $400 Hot Toys action figure of Captain America. Oh, and it yeah. Was literally, it was literally Chris Evans' head. <laughs> you know, it's like they it's insane um but yeah when these these toy biz x-men figures came out or just the toy biz figures in general um because they started with the marvel superheroes a couple of years before they uh they looked fantastic i mean especially after like i said we were, we were used to playing with the three and three quarter in star wars and, and gi joes um so the the common likeness was these were pretty much the first I, well, I would say maybe Marvel Secret Wars of Superpowers a few years before in the late 80s. Yeah. They looked really good, but they, they weren't sustainable lines. I think Superpowers was popular, um, but I know Secret Wars was very sustainable. So Toy Biz really hit the ground running. Um, and like I said, they had Marvel superheroes, they had Cap, they had Thor, they had Spider-Man. But it was the X-Men. It was this weird cult, um, coming together of the X-Men in the early 90s where, you, where they hit and... Uh, obviously, comic books, because Jim Lee was taken off at the time, uh, the cartoon that was coming out, and the toys were, were hitting. So it was it was an X-Men world, and we were just living in it, you know? Yeah, the Secret War figures that you mentioned, they were actually really cool figures. But what I think sets the X-Men figures apart was that they, they all had, like, well, mutants, right? They, they have their, their born or, yeah, born superpowers. And the, this first series of X-Men toys, they kind of mimicked that, too. And what I really liked about these toys is that I, I think my... I mean, I read X-Men as a kid because my friend had the comic books, but I never really truly followed the storyline. So my real first like exposure to like who the X-Men were was from Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And like even how they did the costumes in this really mimicked... Well, I, except, except Angel, I think, right? Because... Because well, he was Archangel. Yeah, he was Ar- Yeah, yeah, but 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 in Spider-Man and Amazing Friends, he was still Angel still. So, but other than that, if you had this first series of of X-Men, you can really play out that Spider-Man and Amazing Friends episode of Firestar is Born. So, so that was my like like my exposure to like who these X-Men uh, guys were. But like I said, the neat thing was how do you display mutant powers on toys, and they did a pretty good job with this one. Yeah, I think uh, my first remembrance of the X-Men is the um, Spider-Man's Amazing Friends. And then my first comic book, and I think I told this story before, but the comic book, I had owned comic books before, but the first comic book where I really started collecting 
was I remember being at the local pharmacy and looking at their their magazine racks, and they had comic books. And I I just saw uh, it was Secret Wars number three, and Spider Man was on the cover fighting the X Men, and I was like. It's it's weird that this sticks out in my memory, but I'm like, why is Spider-Man fighting X when they're friends? And I knew, I got that idea from Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Right. So like I picked buddies. up the comic. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm like, why are they fighting? You know, because <laughs> and it was a great it was a great issue. Um, well, why and were then they I picked fighting? That up. What episode? What what was the book about? Do you remember? Oh, it was it was because yeah, it was Secret Wars number three. And, oh, okay. Um. What had happened? Uh, oh, the Beyonder had separated the good guys from the bad guys, and he put Magneto with the good guys. And the heroes were like, why is he with us? He shouldn't be with us. And they kind of drove him away. But then Professor X was going to take the X then to join Magneto because they didn't know what was going on. didn't know what the purpose was. So uh, they were secretly talking about joining Magneto. And uh, Spider-Man overheard them, and they saw him. And Professor X sensed them there, and then Spider-Man wound up whipping their butts. <laughs> I it's great. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you've read you've read Secret War, so you know what yeah. I'm talking about. It's cool. That, that is his strength, his speed, he's awesome. That's what Nightcrawler <laughs> thinks inside. I'm like, what a great thought bubble. His strength, his speed, he's awesome. Uh, anyway, so that was my first comic book exposure. And then my first X-Men, it's so funny because in preparation of the show, I was like, I totally remember the cover of the first X-Men book I bought, but I couldn't remember what number it was. So I looked it up and it was Uncanny X-Men 186. And it was a Storm and Forge story, and Storm had lost her powers. And um, it was kind of a boring story because the, the cover of the book says a love story. I was like, oh, Aww. but I put it anyway. But it was it was a good one. So, yeah, that's my that's my beginnings. And then, you know, we talked about before in '91, we were both in college, and we were both kind of. I had given up comics for a year, and um, and then when we met and started hanging out and stuff, I we started buying it again. Or I started buying again. I, I don't know where you were and you were collecting, but um, it was still undercover. You know, we talked about how we keep them in the brown bags and keep them in their coats and stuff like that. So <laughs> that's right. To keep you know, them in the fact, like, <laughs> like we used to feel. Do you remember when we started going back to Toys R Us? Because neither one of us had been to Toys R Us in years. Yeah. And we started going to Toys R Us, and you know, in, in 1991, 92, we were in college and we felt weird the first couple of times we were in Toys R Us. We were like, oh God, I hope nobody sees us here. And uh, we were just, but the, the, the amount of toys were so cool. Remember the excitement you'd say of seeing a new X-Men toy or something on on the shelf? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that, that's one of the things I clearly remember in college was you and I, we would have comic book days, so we would have our comic book run. And then we'd have Cinnabon run. Right? Remember we used to do that? Cinnabon. Cinnabon. Yep. And then we would have Toys R Us run. You know, and Toys yeah. R Us was just, what, what two it's miles? on the block from really, our school. Seriously, yeah. super close. And we would go yeah. there, and yeah, and then we would see the, these action figures and stuff, and blew my mind, absolutely blew my mind. And you're right, it, it coincided with a cartoon. And and did Jim Lee's and Claremont's X-Men book come out already, or was that the following that year? That came out around October of 91, I think. Okay, so yeah, right about that time okay. period then. So I mean, I think I think it's what drew us both back into collecting was the um, Jim Lee X Men, and remember this is before Image, so this right. was the five cover X Men, and I, I bought like fifteen copies. Of this stupid <laughs> thing. Um, well, it broke McFarlane's a record, didn't it? Came out. Yeah, it broke yeah, I think it's McFarlane's record. Yeah. yeah, I think I don't think it's I don't think it'll ever be beaten just because people don't buy comic books anymore like that. Right. Um, over over five million or some crazy number. No, I don't remember. In in Jim Lee's X Men, was 
was Angel Archangel already? Oh, I man. believe. I don't remember. I don't know if he was even in. Let me see the cover. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't think he was. Think of the cover, right? Yeah, I don't think he was in it because he was in X Force, right? Uh, oh, no, but no. no, Cyclops is it. No, yeah. Well, you know what he did is he brought back... The funny thing is with X-Men number one, he brought back a lot of their classic or, or better in new costumes. Yeah. Um, and they didn't go aside with the X with the Toy Biz figures. The Toy Biz figures were in their, kind of their older... No, he's not on the cover. Yeah, he's not on the cover. He's not on the cover. So he's, oh. I'm pretty sure he was still Archangel because he, he, he became Archangel for X-Factor, I believe. And then, yeah. Um, well, he was part of the Four Arch- Horsemen, right? Right, Apocalypse Kingdom, yeah. and that's um, yeah. He's not in the so cover. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Adui. That's a great Wolverine. Look at that Wolverine. Sick. Now we're we're referencing X Men number one, the Jim Lee cover. It was cool because yeah. it was one of those fold out panels. You know, the cover itself right. it's, was it's, like a poster. Yeah, it's why it sold so many copies because it was it was broken into five. Yeah. So they would have they have they would have four of just like the four different panels. And then they would have one issue where the whole thing folded out. So you would buy five copies have one of each copy. It was like a Playboy centerfold. <laughs> yeah, well, they were smart because they sold uh, um, <laughs> Let me see. Well, they, motiv- they, yeah, they sold a buttload. It was, it was insane. Mostly because of, yeah, I mean, it was the same book with just different covers. And then, and then the, the penultimate book was that fold-out one. Yeah, and I, I think they um, this kind of started that boom, or that comic book boom, because you had this, you had the uh, Atomic Fire of the Spider-Man, which came out, and that's that had like a black cover, a green cover, a bag copy. Right. So there's like four, like four different versions of that you could get. And Death and of Superman came out, did, didn't that? That was the year before. Death of Superman came out a little bit later. Oh, was it later? Yeah, that Superman came out a little bit. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. You'd have the, the, the bagged Superman, and you'd have to buy both because one had the the black armband. Right, and you wouldn't open one either. You you they were they were making it. I mean, that's when the speculation for comic books really came into play. Yeah, it, it was huge. Um, so yeah, so we we be we be in college and we go and we look at these X Men toys, and I remember something we'd always say to ourselves is, "Man, why did these toys look this good when we were kids? Or why did they have these toys?" <laughs> that's right, and it's true. Yeah. You know. Let's talk about Wolverine. Sure. What I liked about this Wolverine, Wolverine is that unlike Hugh Jackman, he's probably like the the, the correct height uh, from the comic book version where he's like 5'5 five, five maybe or 5'3 or so. So they uh, made his height appropriate. And he had these uh, retractable claws, which kind of remind me of um, Luke Skywalker's lightsaber from the, from the first Luke with a yellow lightsaber in his arm. Right. Had that right. little lever device thing. Yeah, well, they popped that, didn't they? Were they spring-loaded or no? I, I think it was spring-loaded. I th- yeah, those are pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that was a pretty sick function. So but so because that, you couldn't bend his elbows, but who cares? Freaking, yeah, right. He had freaking popping claws. <laughs> I was going to say that the, he had a removable mask, which you didn't see a lot in superhero toys at the time. And, yeah. um, and for, for some reason, they made the removable mask a ring. <laughs> Well, what was neat about why. that was because you could remove his mask, it's like I finally got an idea what Wolverine's hair looked like. And it, and like I was like, oh, so his hair is like in the shape of the mask, you know, like yeah. like 
like oh I didn't get that I thought you know I thought the mask was just a mask but apparently his hairdo was stuffed in the mask because he's got that little points on the top of his head yeah like like pointy ears or whatever yeah yeah so the, they weren't spring loaded. You just had to slide them out. You're right. It was more like the Luke Skywalker. Oh, was it? Wow. I thought well, they, sp- yeah. they sprung out for some reason. And what's what's cool about that is he's got his brown and orange or yellow suit. Yeah. Um, that you briefly see in a cut scene from, I think the which is one where he went to Japan, the Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Did you ever see that cut scene where he opens the suitcase, where it's the end and he opens the suitcase yeah. and it's, it's kind of, that's a good look at Gossam. It was. It's too bad they never that, got him to wear it, though. It's ridiculous that he they never put him in a costume, in any costume. Yeah. It's really stupid. You know, 17 years he played Wolverine and he never wore a costume. Yeah, that's right. It's annoying. So are you in the camp of the brown and yellowish or are you the blue and yellow? Well, the brown and yellow is what I knew him as. So as I became a comic book reader, I was shocked to find out. Well, not shocked, but, you know, he premiered in the yellow and blue. And, and I do like the yellow and blue, but the brown and orange or yellow is always my it's my Wolverine. You know what I mean? I love that color scheme. I really don't like the yellow and blue one at all. Like, they didn't make any sense. They made him look like like a tiger or something. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like uh, only because, maybe because the colors complement each other. I don't mind it, but yeah, the brown and orange one is definitely mine. That's why that was a cool figure. I'll tell you what. I know we're talking about the Toy Biz figures, but the Secret War Wolverine was awesome. He had clip-on claws yes. that, that were easy to lose, but they look great. Yeah, that was a great he, figure. Yeah, that was a great figure. This, the Secret Wars, is, we should do an episode on that one on that line because that was an underrated line, I thought. That, that truly was. And like if mm-hmm. and his arms are angled, so if you put the one you were talking about, that Wolverine, you, you mm-hmm. know, like I always – think like you know he'd just fly through the air with his claws right on front of him impaling everybody right so yeah awesome. those are great claws <laughs> easy to claws. lose stuff yeah. <laughs> all right so you had um all right so wolverine yeah and then we had um my favorite we both had favorite x-men mine was archangel Europe's his ice man yes and uh so i was ecstatic to have an archangel figure because i I, I know I definitely owned that. I don't remember all the ones I owned, but I know I definitely owned the Archangel. And it's, if I still if it still exists in my life, it's in my mom's basement, obviously, <laughs> where everything is. Um, and that's and a cool figure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was a great paint job. It's it, it's definitely the um, uh, Four Horsemen Apocalypse Angel, Archangel. And he's got the wings. You know, there's a lever on his back that lets his wings flap. And then he had two missiles that you kind of had to push out with your finger, which never really worked well. But yeah. I guess they were, you know, after that whole Battlestar Galactica thing years ago, they were afraid to uh, have him shoot, you know? Yeah. So those are pretty cool. And then you have – and obviously he was more of the X-Factor type angel. And then you had Cyclops in his X-Factor gear where he had the um, – he had his head covered. I never liked – I liked him better when his hair was out. Yeah, yeah. So much I never liked it. Yeah. I mean, did you? Do you remember which ones you had, or did you have any of these? Yeah, I had. I had Wolverine. I had Cyclops, and <laughs> from series one, those are the two that I had. I, I may have had Archangel, but I don't think I took him out of the box. Right. That was another thing too. We were. I don't know that we knew about future values of toys. I'm pro- Star Wars were probably worth something, but um, it was weird because. Uh, this is and, and it goes on today where like where I would like I don't open toys today because 
I think back then when I would buy these things, I'd open them and I'm like, well, I don't, I don't play with them. Like, I don't have the desire to play with them. Okay. So then I just like stand them on my desk. I'm like, all right, what's the point of opening it? You know, <laughs> if I'm just... so that's kind of why I don't open them anymore. I mean, stuff I really, really like, I'll open now. Yeah. Um, that's probably why I don't own my Funko Pop suit, but it was also worth more <laughs> box. <laughs> uh, but I know I definitely had Archangel. I can't remember. I Cyclops, I might have had. I was never a big fan of Cyclops. I got to tell you, the Wave 1, except for Archangel, there was no one there I was a big fan. Like, I was never on the Wolverine train. I didn't mind him, but I was never on the, oh, he's awesome train. Cyclops. Um, I said that right. Yeah, well, you uh, had Nightcrawler. I'm pretty Did sure. I? Yeah, because I remember he was on your desk. Nightcrawler? Yeah. I don't remember pretty at all. sure you had Nightcrawler. Okay. I don't know. Um, what I didn't but, like know, was so they, uh, Colossus's uh, superpower was working out because <laughs> he came with yeah. this big barbell, <laughs> and and so I think his, he had the what was that? He had the least amount of articulation. He couldn't bend his arms. He couldn't bend his legs. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. I just remember it was so stupid. You got Colossus, and his superpower was working out. I was like, what the f? <laughs> well, he could throw people too if he put you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. His arms can kind of launch Wolverine. So Series 1's heroes were, like we said, Archangel, Cyclops, Colossus, Nightcrawler, Wolverine, Storm. Those were the heroes. Yeah. In Wave 1. Um, Storm was okay. What's cool is they all kind of... I liked all their gimmicks, though. It, they kind of made sense. Archangel had the flapping wings. Colossus had the weightlifting thing. <laughs> Cyclops had the cool... The eye would light up when you pressed the button. Yeah, and it worked. That was Yeah, it was cool. And they put uh, magnets in Magneto. Yeah, makes sense. They put one in each hand on his chest. Um... Yeah. What Jack and I had roller skates on, so you were supposed to make it look like he was running when he was rolling across the he thing. He had, yes, he had roller skates, and if I recall, he had like this battering ram, I think, which didn't yeah, make like, any sense. Yeah, they all came with these plastic pieces, like Cyclops came with something that nobody knew it was used for. Yeah, that was supposed um, to be, um, what's that thing called? Uh, uh, Cerebro. Cerebro, and it looked like... Yeah, but- I don't know what, I don't you know what it looked look, like. Yeah, but I just threw that in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, and Colossus had this a huge barbell. Yeah. Um, and Magneto Colossus, had suction cups. Yeah, suction cups, which makes sense. So it gets stick to the walls, and Magneto had, like, pieces that um, had metal in it so they could stick to his body. Yeah. And um, Storm had a light-up chest, which was pretty oh. cool, mm-hmm. or lightning bolt. All right. And then Wolverine had the ring helmet, which I don't yeah. know what that's about, but okay. And Apocalypse just got taller, just got longer legs. Oh yeah, yeah, that was, which you would see again later in the in the Mister Fantastic figure. Yeah, which looks terrible. <laughs> they could never make a good Mister Fantastic. I don't know what that. Is. Yeah, it looks terrible. Yeah, but these figures for the time were just—they were so comic accurate. Uh, they're, they're like the power sets worked, you know, more or less. Like they stayed true to their mutant powers. And they looked really good, and, and they looked good at sitting on your desk. You know, they were the best thing out there at the time. Like we said, McFarlane toys hadn't started, so they weren't like uber sculpted or anything like that. Yeah. And um, and the kids were eating them up. We, I mean, the adults were too, but kids were eating them up because the, the thing was the X Men cartoon is I don't. I remember watching the first couple of episodes and just not getting into it. So I really didn't have any idea how huge it was. Like kids that grew up at the time loved that cartoon. Yeah. Like even now, they still talk about you know the way we talk about GI Joe. I guess yeah, yeah. Uh, did you? I don't remember. Did you enjoy the cartoon? Did you watch it every week? No, I, I, I you know, again, it's funny. It's something that I, 
you would think you and I would gravitate to, but I did not. Right. Well, we were in college. I mean, I, you know, we were studying. <laughs> but no, I, yeah, I didn't but follow. The thing was, yeah, I was still watching cartoons. I was watching Batman animated. I was watching Animaniacs. Like, I couldn't wait to get home from class and watch those things. Well, maybe that's what them. it is, though. It so, could have been, like, when your classes were, you know? Well, like, I think this was a Saturday morning cartoon. I just think the quality was – it was so eight, It was so 90s, this cartoon. Yeah. Like, all the women, all the, girl, all the female heroes had big hair and their costumes were pouches and, and, and straps. And it was so 90s. Yeah. I just didn't gravitate toward it, you know? Yeah, it wasn't my thing. Yeah. It wasn't my thing. But those are pretty awesome. Absolutely. Now let's talk about series two, because series two changed. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I think they got better articulated. I think the sculpts were better. Way better. I mean, they just look, and they they had the what what uniforms would it be the blue and golds. This is when they the right because X Men split into two teams. They had the blue and the gold team. Yeah, they had well, they had Uncanny X Men, and then they had um, X Men, Jim Lee's X Men, right, and. In an effort to, I guess, sell toys and to distinguish them, well, I think one team started running around in like uniforms. They all wore the same color scheme, which is blue and yellow, right? Yes. Yeah, and then, and plus, I just think they they upped the, the, the like the heroes they released were a little bit better. I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, they just aesthetically, they just look more proportioned, with with more, like you said, articulation, and and again, sticking to the theme of. How do you figure out, like, how to display a mutant power on these action figures? And I think they did a pretty good job with C- Series 2 as well. Yeah, they did a great job with it. So, um, let's see who they had. The heroes they had in Series 2 was Banshee, Forge, Gambit, Iceman, uh, Bag Guy, Wolverine, the yellow and blue Wolverine. And then Wolverine in the, in the standard X-Men uniform with no... Um, Mask, and then there were some variants to that. And then the bad guys they had was another Magneto, a Mister Sinister, Sabretooth, and Sauron. Yeah, did you have some of these? I I had Iceman, and was this the one you put in the freezer and you turned blue, or was that another one? That the, might have been a later. That's one. yeah, that, that's a little bit later. Yeah, I just remember having a packaged toy in my because I wouldn't open a bunch of stuff. I think I Gambit. Yeah, I think this is when I was really into Gambit. There was like a six month period there where I loved Gambit. Yeah, uh, but his cape was crap. His jacket was crap. Was his jacket plastic. remind me of like Darth Vader from the first series of Star Wars, that plasticky kind of thing. Right. And if right. you dare to remove his jacket a lot, you just <laughs> you're just gonna rip the rip. sleeves off. That's right. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know if I had a Wolverine. I don't know why I feel like I had Forge. Or someone had Forge. Maybe you had Forge. I had Forge. Forge was badass because he had this quick draw uh, action, and it worked well. So when his arm was down, it would literally go into the holster, and he'd hit a button, and he'd pull it right out of the holster, and he'd do a quick draw. I never understood that because <laughs> Forge was like their tech guy, and uh, I don't yeah, care. His mutant power was he could design and build anything. Yeah, but I loved his yeah. his, 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 his little toy device, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I must have. I don't know if I had my own because maybe I just played with yours all the time. I just remember, remember having Forge. I don't think I had Banshee. Banshee had his little wings, and I don't think he, Banshee's superpower was Sonic, so he could scream and make noises and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he. I don't think he used it, but he did have the wings, which his costume had, which is pretty cool. And it looked good. 
Yeah, I mean, and Gambit, I, Gambit looked really good too. Right? He did absolutely. Except for the coat. Now, what was? Did he have uh, a gimmick? I don't remember. Oh, uh, did his wrist spin I'm, around? Maybe that's what it was. Like no, he would kick. Oh, is that what it kick. was? Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Later, later years, they had a thing where his it was like a molded, like he was throwing three cards and it connect to his hand and would light up. That's that right. Cool. Oh yeah, that was cool. Yeah. That was a later one though. Um, yeah, and then Iceman was all right. He had like a, I don't know, he had like almost like the Silver Surfer where you could put your, his feet into the thing and then he'd yeah. roll across the floor. Right. But it was like a, it's supposed to be an ice slide, I guess. Right. He looked pretty dumb, but I remember you were very excited. Oh yeah, this is the one that changed colors. Changed his color in the freezer. See, that was cool. Yeah. Well, you had, you definitely had Iceman, right? I had like five of them. <laughs> uh, so you opened them? Well, yeah, I had one in package, one for the freezer. <laughs> what for my desk? <laughs> oh, I loved it. Are you kidding me? That was a good looking Iceman. That was a real good looking Iceman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was clear. The figure itself was pretty much clear. Yeah. The ice slide, ice slide was stupid, but the figure was awesome. I mean, if you figure, you put him next to to a Spider Man, the toy Spider Man, and then did they eventually do Firestar? There was know. a. It was a Toys R Us exclusive, or maybe it was yes, it was Toys R Us exclusive. And it was the Amazing Friends. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was the only time he got Firestar like the cartoon. Oh wow! Yeah, still like, good. No, yeah, well, no, it was a. Ooh, it, it was a repaint of Mary Jane, is what it was, with a different head. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you what, though, there was also a Toy Fair exclusive Firestar, and I think I might have gotten her. What? Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, she might. She looks like she was a repaint. Maybe yeah, that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, but it would be nice to have Spider-Man and his amazing friend. Boop, yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, and that's that's what was great about these X-Men figures. They were they were giving props to lesser known action figures. I mean, because look, Captain America, Spider-Man, Hulk, Iron Man, uh, Wolverine. You were getting these guys all the time. Right. You know? Um. So it was nice to see these. It seems like these were made for the comic collector. Now, of course, all these heroes and villains made it into the cartoon, which gave them more exposure. Mm-hmm. But that was, I mean, the X-Men were, Chris Chris Claremont and John Byrne, or Brian Byrne, Burn. they, made, they made the X-Men a must-read comic. And they were huge in the comic book world. But it wasn't until they got the cartoon and these toys came out that they really became multimedia sensations you know what i mean yeah yeah uh, well definitely for, at least for the comic book part of it because jim lee was ooh, at his peak with marvel at that time right. and yeah i mean like that book was the book to have and with claremont writing it and then again the cartoon like you said and x-men was probably like toys. what was that and the toys yeah oh yeah and the toys it was probably the biggest thing I mean like I think prior to the X-Men I, I think Spider-Man was like its flagship character and then right. boom here comes Wolverine and just totally takes it over and the Avengers were like right. second tier to them it seemed like oh yeah I mean look when you're a kid and you don't read comic books you, you still know who Superman, you knew who Superman, Batman and Spider-Man were you just knew 
Yeah. You know, yeah. and then periphery would be the Hulk and Wonder Woman, Aquaman. And and that's mainly because of their TV exposure. They were on the Super Friends. They had their own cartoons for a while. They had their own TV shows. Um, but you could definitely trace this, the green lighting of the X-Men movie back to the success of the early 90s comic TV show and toys of X-Men. If they didn't do that well, you would not have seen an X-Men movie. Oh, that's true. And we probably yeah, wouldn't have would. like the Marvel Universe that we see today. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because even though we we say Blade was the first you know Marvel movie, but X Men was probably the most, I don't know, more world renowned in regards to the Marvel movies. Well, it made more money, it got more exposure. It, yeah, it, you know, it launched Hugh um, Jackman's career. Right, and well, Blade was rated R two, I think, wasn't it? Oh, it could be. Yeah, I think Blade because of the violence, so that kind of held it back. But you could, like I said, this came out in. 9192 the toys and X-Men the movie came out in 2000 so you're talking 8 years later wow it's not a long time right you know what I mean right it's not a long time so and these these toys were going on I mean Toy Biz lasted until it eventually got um, melded into uh, Marvel right and then Marvel eventually passed the the toy line onto Hasbro because and I forgot this too because the Marvel Legends which are huge right now they started as Toy Biz Toys in the early 2000s Toy Biz mm-hmm. started the, the Marvel Legend line right um, those early ones go for a lot of money oh do they yeah wow depending on the character but you know right right yeah so <laughs> but that second series so who did you have for, you had Iceman um, Forge Iceman and Forge uh, Iceman, well, yeah, like I had like five Iceman. You know, I actually had uh, a couple versions of Forge because I remember the paint, paint scheme changed. And I remember, ooh, like I was at Toys R Us and wondering why there was like two different colors. So I, I remember owning both. But that's that's it from... from uh, when I opened or no? Did I open them? Open both of them or just one of them? Well, I opened one and then I... Th- think the other one i didn't open because it was just different the paint scheme was just i'm talking the holster yeah. was just a different color but you know back then you're like ooh, this is a chase figure you know and uh yeah it was brown versus yellow basically is that what it was yeah i just remember ha- yeah. having a different holster in. yeah but yeah that, yeah one of them's uh, worth a lot oh is it really well not a lot one of them's worth more than the more other, than the other. <laughs> yeah yeah all right so what did you have any go ahead no, I, I think that the only thing I remember with this particular toy line is that they started doing weird things by adding like, uh, oh, what were they called? They were like these these packs you put on their back and they would come with like sound bites from the show, I think. Oh, they could talk or something. They like can that. talk. And I and when, when it came to that, I was thinking, ah, this is just dumb now. Because, you know, then they have these big robotic backpacks on all the time. It just didn't make any sense. Like Venom had right. it. Right. Like, well, this is dumb. Venom wouldn't wear this. Yeah. <clears throat> and then they had, like, ooze. Well, I know Venom had, like, an ooze thing to it. I know I picked them up. And this is when I started speculating. I started buying crazy stuff, <laughs> which I, I still have somewhere. And it's just like, wow. Like, it's to the point where I'm like, I, where did I even get the money to buy this stuff? Like, I'm looking <laughs> at it. Well, it was and, simple. We, um, had a, we had a college fund, and we just didn't eat for, like, a day. <laughs> we just yeah, right. <laughs> do something like that. Um, hey, I remember one time, and I don't remember which Wolverine it was, but they made a Wolverine, but the claws were, like, minuscule. Do you remember that? Like, they, they popped out, like, like barely came out of his forearms, and it was, like, the 
it was like as if some parent complained that the Wolverine claws were too long, and so they made a figure where Wolverine's claws were just little bitty blades. It was terrible. Well, on the talking one, they were they didn't pop out, and they were tiny. Is that what you're talking oh, is that about? What it was? God, the I one just... that had the talking back, like yeah. Oh, maybe that's what it was. I just remember they had Wolverine. I was like, God, if you're not gonna give him claws, then then don't give him claws. <laughs> and the thing about Wolverine is they made so many Wolverine figures. It, Wolverine was like the Spider-Man of the bunch. Yeah. Yeah, they put Spider-Man. I mean, there were so many Wolverine figures. It was ridiculous. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at Series Three, and they all seem to be just repaints of Series One and Two figures. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah, they had a new Archangel. He had gray wings, which was awesome. Yeah, I like that one better actually. Um, yeah, they did a reboot on the a repaint on the boots of Colossus, uh, Iceman. They, I think his ice slide was blue, and I think they put a blue hue in him. Yeah. Um, they repainted Cyclops. They actually looked better because I didn't like that original. Right. They put him on the same card, so that's what's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Put him on. The same. Um, well, maybe that's why I had so many Icemen because I was buying like all the different variations of Icemen. That's yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, Juggernaut had orange boots. Magneto had striped gloves. Like all these silly things. Yeah. Um, no goatee on Mister Sinister. <laughs> Black and gold belt on Sauron. Wolverine looked good though. He was his uh, Weapon X. Yeah, that one looked legit. We had the yeah, we had big big helmet on. He looked good. Um, I'm trying to think of funny thing is I don't know. My favorite, of course, would be the Archangels, but I don't know what I had and what I didn't have, so I couldn't even tell you. Like, oh, is there one you wanted and didn't get? Uh, like, I don't remember what I had and what I didn't have. <laughs> That's what's crazy. So, what about you? What was your, what was your absolute favorite? Uh, from from series three, it's it's definitely uh, the, the Iceman figure. I don't re- recall buying a whole bunch of these though. Like, I, I know I had a, a lot of forges, <laughs> a lot of forges because I like the action of it. I had a lot of Icemen. And you're right. When it came to to Wolverine, it was it was getting exhausting trying to keep up with all those different variations of it and stuff. But um, right. but this is at the peak. This is like the X Men peak peakness of toys. You know, I didn't get that stupid little um, that little device that Sabretooth came with. It kind of like he had a batarang. Oh really? Yeah, no, that was a, was an odd thing to give him. The series two. Um... Yeah, Sabretooth. Sabretooth. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was cool because he had that, and they, I think they debuted it in, in uh, um, Battle Armor He Man and Skeletor, oh, where you, you hit the whole thing on the chest. Yeah, and it looks <laughs> like he got injured. But that's a great. I mean, considering he's got healing power, that's pretty. That makes sense. Yeah, that's yeah. Really weird. That battering thing. Yeah, it's like a claw. He's supposed to throw it. That's the thing. They, they, he's not a guy that would have something like that. But they always tried to add a little something. I never understood that. Yeah. You know, like they even give Wolverine, like yellow and blue Wolverine, they give him something to hold on to, like a gun or something. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, some of these things. Yeah. It's a package say It's slashing. Act. He had the slashing action. That was pretty cool. Oh, did he? Yellow and blue Wolverine. Yeah. And then they branched out into X Force and just got ridiculous. <laughs> but the best thing about these toy base figures was because they went deep into the catalog, there really was. If you waited around long enough, they were going to make a figure of your favorite hero. Yeah. I mean, Series 4, you're, you're already yeah. seeing Strong Guy and Bishop already, which was, at the time, were pretty popular. Right. And they looked pretty good, too. Well, yeah, but the, again, they weren't guys that the normal person would know. 
Right. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. I mean, the person buying these toys at this point are comic book readers, which is a good thing because at the time we were eating it up. Yeah, but then but they were also making appearances on the cartoon, so they could, so the kids could say, "Oh yeah, strong guy was in that episode. I want a strong guy." You know, this. Hey, I wonder. You know how like uh, with Strong Guy, that was like the next iteration of X Factor, because they use like a whole new team there. Do you think that right. has anything to do with the comic book? Remember, like with with, um, with, with GI Joe, they would tell uh, Larry Hamill, "Hey." You know, you need to start like developing all these characters because we want to sell more toys, right? Do you think that's what happened with X Factor? Because their whole lineup was just very obscure. Um, you know, you had Havoc, oh, you and Polarius, mean, you, and Strong. Like, did they incorporate like these new characters for the TV show to create for the toys? I don't know. I think that had more to do with the writer because was it who was writing it? Wasn't that Peter David? That was Peter David, yeah. And whilst was was whilst drawing it, whilst Potasio. No, at the beginning was Casada. I want to say it's Casada. Casada doing X Factor. No, no X Factor. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, whilst did draw X Factor, right? He he did. Before they were that X Factor though. Before they went the image, I think. Oh, okay. Um, I think that just could have been Peter David just uh, being quirky. Yeah, because that was his thing. And I think X Factor wasn't because they want. Remember, X Factor started off as the original five X Men: Angel, Iceman, Beast, Marvel Girl, and uh, Cyclops. And I think they wanted to, since they had gotten popular from the cartoon and stuff, they wanted to incorporate them back into the regular X Men books. Mm. And then they just gave uh, Peter Davis like, "All right, take X Factor, do what you can do with it." And he's like, "All right, I'm gonna make it crazy." And it was good. I read it. Oh yeah, I liked it when when uh, yeah. Alex Summers was leading that team. Loved yeah. it. Absolutely loved Strong. it. Strong. I wasn't Quicksilver on that team. Yeah, he was. I think I didn't like when they introduced that guy called Random. I was like, like this is getting stupid. Uh, no, I didn't like... Was he... Oh, wait. Was Slug an X-Man or was that a... Slug. Uh, no. Yeah, they got pretty crazy. Yeah. That's the thing. These... And it's kind of like the problem why I don't read the books now. Is that they just got so many. Like, everybody was a mutant now. Now in the Marvel Universe, if you're not a mutant, you're you're an Avenger. Like everybody's an Avenger. <laughs> right, yeah. No, seriously, it's just like I know, it's everyone's insane. an Avenger, yeah. And and the, like I can't pick up an X-Men book and recognize anybody. You know, like who's this person? Yeah, it's it's, it's um, unreadable. I mean, because I'm just not familiar with who these people are. Oh, you know who drew with Peter David Larry Stroman? Oh, that's right. And he had Havoc, Multiple Man Polaris, Quicksilver, Strong Guy, and Wolfsbane. I love that team. That was a good team. I love that team. Love multiple men. Yeah, that was a much better book than the original X Factor. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was good. Yeah, that was a really good team. And Larry Strong was a good artist, too. He was. He was. It's like yeah. his his art style really matched Peter David's writing, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, It was quirky. Yeah, it's quirky. That's his the perfect word. It's a strong guy. Well, just the just the just strong guy's code name. He's like, I don't, like, because he was a bouncer for like a long time. He's like, Guido, I don't know yeah. <laughs> That's right. yeah. His head was like the size of a pea, but his torso was enormous. Right. Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, that was a good book. Yeah, yeah good. so and that's what yeah by series three you were getting really esoteric characters and not well known characters. Right. Right. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. But again, you had like two Wolverine every every week. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Ridiculous. You know who's uh, the, the the figures that are sold after now are the um, the female characters because they you know they didn't believe boys bought 
figures of girls, so they short packed them and they didn't release a lot. So you had Storm in series one, right? You yeah. had no females in series two. Uh, I'm pretty sure no females in series three. I think Rogue was probably the only other female. Yeah, well, she was quite popular at that time too, because of a because of Gambit. Uh, yeah, she was. She played a big part on the cartoon too, but they just weren't. Dude, I'm I'm looking at series five right now. I can't find a female. What's going on here? <laughs> uh, wow. Anyway, I feel like oh yeah, Rogue in series seven. So you had two females out of seven series. It's insane, man. Yeah. But those are good times. Those were good times. I mean, it, it was so weird being, I mean, for me, it was weird being in college and still doing the things I did five years prior as a teenager, you know, reading college books. And, and it was weird because I was more empowered because I had more money, you know. <laughs> yeah. I could go to the toy store and buy, I mean, because up to this point, when we went to toy stores, our parents took us and it was our birthday or Christmas or something. And, you know, you know, they paid, you know, but now we were going to toy stores buying what we wanted to. I remember uh, later in 97 when the Star Wars figures came out again, Power of the Force. Oh, yeah. I remember, uh, I remember going there looking for the new figures. Like I go there like once a week and just try to find the new figures. And it was exciting. Like the toy hunting aspect of it began. Right. I really started to feel just that, that excitement of seeing something. Like I remember when I found Boba Fett, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I got all about that. Yeah. I mean, during that time period, it was a weird, weird time to be like, like you said, in college. And then you and I, like I said, we we I think a couple couple of our other friends would kind of join us once in a while. We do these toy mm-hmm. runs and stuff, and we'd be going up and down the aisle, you know, like like looking at the play guns where they actually look like guns. And and but yeah. but, but to collect the X Men figures at that time period in our life, it was weird to be like in your what early twenties maybe, and you're yeah. at a toy store. It's something that I never thought I'd do in college. It was such a but weird to- thing. Yeah, the toys had gotten so much better. When we, I mean, remember the uh, what they call Entertech, the guns that sounded like guns, the toy guns that oh, looked those were amazing. Yeah. Yes, like we like we were just buying X Men toys. We were just buying anything cool. We had great <laughs> cool water guns. We had dark guns. We had disc guns. Hey, remember like my uh, my yeah. uh, what, what's it called now? It's not a Gatling gun. Oh, it is a Gatling gun. Kind of like a gun that from that comic book Wet Works. I still have okay. it. It's in my closet right now. <laughs> was it Entertech or was it a dark gun? No, no, I had, I had, I, hey, I had my dark gun when we played tag where you shot me in the back. But no, it's a different kind of machine I won, gun. I won, didn't I? You did win. I, I'll, I'll send you I a picture of my machine gun. <laughs> but yeah, it we was, were buying It was great. If, well, I think I owned the bow and arrow dart set. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did. It was just crazy, man. It was, it was, I mean, like, Toys R Us was one of the first ones to stop selling toy guns. But they were so real. Like, remember the Desert Eagle? Oh yes! Oh, absolutely. The, 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 what's it? Nine one one nine eleven, or whatever they call it? Well, yeah. Well, it would recoil and it had the electronic yeah. sounds. It, but the slide would reciprocate, and like when you pull the trigger, like it had like like feedback. To it. It, it had a kickback. Yeah, yeah. it had a kickback. Oh, Amazing. I just recently broke that one too. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, what can you do? That's yeah. So man, those were the days. It's amazing we got dates in college. <laughs> well they just didn't know but you're right yeah, you and I okay. had this funny we, thing yeah we had closets a, full of that's right we had closets <laughs> our closets full of shame 
<laughs> That's right. I remember I kept my comics in in the I, in my my desk drawer in the big drawer where you're supposed to put files and stuff. Yeah. I just I just had like a stack of bagged and board nicely bagged and board comics in there. <laughs> I just, and then every week, every time I went home, I I. I like put in my laundry basket with clothes over it and just take them home. <laughs> oh, that's true. I just love the movie yeah. that where you just stick our comic books like in the in our brown paper bag and, and hide them in our jacket as we walk through the campus, you know, because we yeah. don't want to be caught holding comic books. Well, yeah. there was a um, when Power of the Force came out, I was actually, you know, this is I had graduated right. I was in my mid twenties and I was uh, I was back on campus to get my uh, my second degree, and uh, I. The Power of Force had come out, and I found the Darth Vader, and I knew a friend of mine was looking for it, and he found, like, a Luke Skywalker or something that he knew I wanted. So I'm like, all right, bring it, bring it to campus, and we'll, we'll trade on campus. And I just remember standing in the parking lot, like, we were trading, and, and I sort of got out, and people were looking at us like we were weirdos. I'm like, oh, <laughs> so embarrassing. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. But I'm like, I don't care, I have my Darth Vader. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. All right, so Toy Biz Toys, man. I mean, there's so much we could talk about because they went up until the two, 2006, roughly. And, um, yeah, there's so much we could talk about. Maybe we'll do another show, just kind of a retrospective on Toy Biz. If you guys liked it, let us know, and we'll do that retrospective. I know we focused on X-Men, but, again, there was an Iron Man line. There was a Hulk line. There was uh, the beginnings of Marvel Legends. Um, just a lot of awesome stuff that Toy Biz put out for almost uh, 10 to 15 years, I guess, worth of stuff, right? Dude, those Entertech guns, man. I'm sitting here right now thinking, man, those are so awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. They're so cool. <laughs> All right, you got any thank yous? Oh, my gosh. We have thank yous. Okay, yeah, there's, there's a couple this time around. Let's see. Let's start off with um, Grumpy Old Player. Thank you for following us on Instagram. He has a pretty interesting Instagram account. He does these quick little game reviews. Uh you know, based upon the ease of learning, the theme of it, the game mechanics. Uh, like board it, games? Video yeah, games? it's board games. And he okay. gives his thumbs up, thumbs down. So, like, if you're into board games and you want, like, a really quick, super straightforward review, check out him. <laughs> Grumpy old player. Okay. Uh, we also have here one genius artist. He does action figure stuff, does stop motion. He does a sick stop motion of, of uh, his own. I was chatting with him. He has his own idea for a screenplay for like a next Indiana Jones movie. And he, he's been showcasing it like bits and pieces on, on his account. So which is really cool. Really, really cool. He does really good stop motion stuff. Um, then we have here... Uh, RJZ Landa, Russell Jones. If you follow Dr. Indiana Jones, he is the one that did the, the whip stunt where he's whipping out the, the machete out of the thuggy's hand. Freaking awesome. Really super nice guy. He's the one that's been helping me uh, with my bullwhip purchase that I did recently. And uh, again, super nice guy. It's like I, I chat with this guy more than I chat with you, man. <laughs> it's weird. Um, Wait a second. What? <laughs> <laughs> And oh no, because we've been collaborating. This whole whip stunt, gosh, we've been going back and forth for like a good three weeks now. You know, like, like he he was looking for like a like a sword, like a play sword, and mm. then he sent me a picture of like a real machete. I was like, dude, this is like getting dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, but he he's incredible with the bullwhip. I mean, he will 
put out candle flames with his bullwhip from like eight feet away. It's it's really oh, amazing. Wow. No, he, this guy's good. Uh, speak of bullwhips, we have Jonathan from Eagle Whips, and that's actually where I got my paracord bullwhip. This guy is a really cool guy. Uh, Eagle Whips, you can find him on Etsy or EagleWhips.com. He's based out of Maryland. This guy is freaking amazing too. What a skills craftsman. If you watched our, the YouTube vid that I did recently, uh, he did an amazing job. And he got that whip out in less than three days. Literally on the third day, not less than, three days. Three days, but like early morning on the third day. And this is going from Maryland to California. And I was, all day, I got the alert on my phone. And I was just like, play, you know, gesturing with my hand like I got a whip. I was telling everyone get back to work with my whip. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, they had a good time with that, and I think that's I think that's everybody. Yep, that's everybody. So yeah, thank thank you all uh, for following us on Nerd and Me and and Jonathan on Doctor Indiana Jones today, or I guess whenever you hear it, I'm at the end of Temple of Doom, so I'm pretty sad. Wow, about it. but it, it was that's fun. awesome. Yeah, yeah, I had a good time with it. Yeah, uh, yeah and then week. I got. I expect you're going to put them together as a YouTube video also. Yes, sir. Yeah, so hopefully awesome. sometime this week it will be on YouTube, the uncut version, and and even a finalized version too because there are some times where I'll upload something onto Instagram and there's just like one thing like, oh, like I wish I did this. And so this final version is like the director's cut, like the final version of it. So a little subtle difference. Oh, nice. Yeah, some special effects I added. For the final version so yeah yeah oh very cool yeah very cool also alan you can check me out on my new instagram uh profile i guess i don't know what to call it it's called mom's basement collectibles m-o-m-s-b-a-s-e-m-e-n-t-c-o-l-l-e-c-t-i-b-l-e-s um i just started a week ago i already have uh quite a few followers i'm not going to name them all but i want to thank everybody that's following mom's basement collectibles uh what i'm doing is if you listen to our shows you know i almost everything i own collectible wise is in my mom's basement somewhere so i've started pulling stuff out of there taking pictures and just posting them on instagram um i've started with theme weeks i don't know if i'm going to keep doing it Al? yeah okay um last week was autograph week uh i posted different autographs uh, mostly comics but one sketch uh, this current coming week, in order to celebrate X-Men Dark Phoenix, I'm going to be posting, and to celebrate our our Toy Biz episode, I'm going to be posting some Toy Biz. Uh, hopefully all week will be X-Men figures, but if I can't find all my X-Men figures, I'll just post regular Toy Biz um, figures, uh, either in the box or out of the box, depending on what shape they're in. Oh, I'm looking forward to that one, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. It'll be a nice throwback, a blast from the past. Oh, I, I love stuff like that. I definitely want to see the toys, the stuff in the dungeon. Man, if you can find your old Star Wars at-at, oh my god, that's going to be insane. No, I think that thing's... What? Might have been gone. Oh, really? The shell might be there. Oh, oh. I don't... The sh- like, the shell might still be around with the legs, and but I'm sure the laser... Like, if it's removable, it's probably gone. Oh, no way. Like, if, you, if you could take it off, yeah. Oh, but if man. I can find it, I'll find it. I mean, the thing just sat in my basement... I don't know that we ever threw anything out from down there either, but I know I know most of my figures were burned because Cobra captured them and, and tortured them. <laughs> Find out the about the G.I. Joe. Damn Cobra! Most of them didn't survive. I, I should post a picture. I have t- I recently found two of my original Star Wars figures. It's a Hoth Stormtrooper who I loved, but he doesn't have his little cape. Oh, that's uh, a great figure. And it's a Death Star. 
trooper or whatever. He's got that weird helmet. The big helmet, yeah. Weird brand helmet. Yeah, and the thing is, I think he was captured by Cobra because his hands look a little melted, but he escaped. <laughs> yeah, I should post those too. Or maybe I'll just send you the pictures. But um, yeah, I'll post them eventually, but not this week because I want to do the x So Cobra was against the Empire? No, it's just when I shifted from liking Star Wars to G.I. Joe, used my Star Wars figures as, as oh, hostages. Oh, gotcha. And, and G.I. Joe would never get there on time. They, they wind up being burned to death. <laughs> oh, G.I. Joe's at a stoplight. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got their revenge, though. Awesome. Uh, revenge, looking though. forward Justice, to that. Just the same. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Mom's Basement Collectibles on Instagram. Check us out. Awesome. And check out Dr. Indiana Jones on Instagram. And also check out, of course... Nerdy Me Podcast on Instagram. Talk to us. Chime in. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. Tell us about your toy business experiences. Which toys did you have? Oh, if you're you um. You also put up a YouTube. I yeah. I did an I bought. I did an unboxing of the Marvel Collector Core May 2019 box, uh, Avengers Endgame box. And um, if you've been watching them, I haven't been a big fan of the recent Marvel boxes, but that all changes with this one i guess is the safest thing to say right alan yeah absolutely i was you know i don't cluck funko but when you got when you pull out that last funko i was like what <laughs> that yeah. was a sick was like, funko yeah. yeah that was and sick. the shirt was awesome yeah. and it was a decent box it was a pretty it was a pretty good box oh yeah. i got I was happy, I was happy for you. And then the next box looks to be good too um some about amazon they're not letting you buy uh more than one box they're not like having new subscribers or anything so i don't know if they're phasing it out or what but this because i wanted to buy two of the end game boxes and i didn't let me buy a second one they're like uh, not available get for another account man open up another amazon account no it said not available new subscribers i don't, oh, I don't think wow. you could if you wanted to yeah okay so i don't know what's going on but yeah it's a spider-man far from home is their july box so that should be good right on Cool. All right. Uh, yeah, so check us out on Nerd Me Podcast on YouTube. We have a bunch of videos. Alan's got his whip unboxing up there. He's going to be putting his Temple of Doom series up there. His Raiders one is up there already. Watch that. It's awesome. A um, bunch of unboxings by me. And I think I'm finally going to do it, Alan. I, I was going to wait till my pop collection was all organized, but I think I'm just going to fill my entire collection oh, organized and, and disorganized. Yeah. And just put it up. Wow. Just because. The people have demanding, been demanding it. Well, I've definitely been demanding. For the longest time, Jonathan won't let me see his collection because I'll probably get mad at him. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. This is epic. <laughs> All right. We're going to have to really push that one. <laughs> All right. All right. Work. Till next time. Martha! 